Hi, I'm Geeta and I'm Swati. Welcome back to the Autism Everyday podcast. We're excited to be back with more content, more science, and a lot more practical tips. For those of you tuning in only now, Geeta and I are both certified behavior analysts. We run Weekend, a resource center for autism in Chennai, and we are passionate about parent training, research, and of course, ASD. It's been a longish break and we used that time to read yeah a lot a really. whole lot right <laughs> we had meaningful conversations and thought provoking discussions basically many a brainstorm session we asked parents and listeners of our podcast what they'd like to hear more of and based on that feedback we present to you today's topic of discussion the big black dog well i kind of hate that phrase because we love dogs and we love them in every color but as winston churchill put it the big black dog also known as depression yeah so let's talk about the topic uh, we as indians pretty much hate to talk about mental health depression is not one condition but it's a spectrum of conditions uh, associated with the elevation or lowering of a person's mood So did you know that the United Nations report estimated that over 300 million people world over suffer from depression? Um as always for most things we don't have precise figures in India but India has an estimated 200 million people uh, suffering from depression and it is uh, according to WHO we are one of the most depressed countries in the world. I'm not surprised. <laughs> so what causes this disorder? research goes to show that there can be many causes for depression but essentially what happens in the brain is that there is a chemical imbalance now this doesn't mean that the brain of a person suffering from depression has too much or too little of a particular uh, chemical there are actually so many different chemical reactions working both inside and outside of the nerve cells that can be affected and these often result in changes in mood perceptions and how the person experiences daily life there are some people who experience event based depression so and there's a major life trigger like the you know loss of a loved person or anything anything that sets off uh, has a deep impact on you um personally can trigger depression but that is not always the case there are many many people who experience depression without having a known cause or an event or a specific trigger Mm-hmm. that you know links the mood to an event studies have shown that parents of children with autism especially mothers are more prone to depression than others so diagnose what is a diagnosis of autism do now so a diagnosis of autism brings about major lifestyle changes in the family i mean everything changes from the way it was roles become more clearly assigned um and more often than not the mother takes on the role of being the primary caregiver for the child who's been who, ha- who has a diagnosis of autism so the diagnosis also often results in a complete change of expectations i mean the parents now have to kind of realign okay this is not how the child is going to um you know move on or develop or get into school or whatever we have to everything is so different and everything nothing is for certain they'll have to learn along the way right it's almost like dreams are sometimes shattered dreams absolutely if, if we can use that phrase yeah yeah it's a loss of those dreams right right there is loss of friendships 
um, unknown social circles is because th- that there is that little support system which each one of us has mm-hmm. and when you um, have a child with something like autism it often results in uh, you know a loss of that your ability to belong to that social circle for many many reasons um, one of them being not enough having enough time to engage in activities that are enjoyable or doing things that you would always do with that group of people there is increased stress of coping with the challenges and deficits of the child while trying to align with expected social and cultural norms i mean it's so complex and mothers often spend a large part of the day taking the child from one therapy to the next and then every well meaning therapist will also assign them x amount of tasks and say oh this week i would like you to you know try this out at home and let me know how it goes guilty as charged yeah, <laughs> yeah guilty as charged uh and then of course there might be other children in the family that the mother has to take care of and if you live in india then there are extended family members and there are expected norms for meals you cannot just dish out something and there are many social occasions and functions to boot so it it gets fairly complex and culturally gender stereotypes are so deeply defined in every aspect of living including parenting So whether the mother chooses to or not she most often dons the hat of the primary caregiver often at the cost of giving up a job that she might have really enjoyed doing and everything else that she would have wanted to do or was doing including her friendships her hobbies i mean her life just just takes a total makes a change like completely and all this while the gender stereotype also ensures that the father remains as detached aloof individual who makes an appearance buys gifts takes a child out for a drive and may occasionally take care of the child while the mother runs an errand babysit his own babysit child babysit his own child yeah <laughs> not to forget that the woman is often told that child upbringing is your job and when you're doing a job you're not entitled to complain that it is stressful right oh, yeah. it is your job that does not help the mother's mental health one bit Mm-mm. yeah Now let's take a look at some of the symptoms of depression. One of the things that someone who is experiencing depression uh may encounter is trouble concentrating or making decisions that didn't seem to be very difficult earlier mm-hmm. but now seem to be this, you know, mammoth task. There's fatigue, there's mental and physical fatigue. often accompanied with feelings of worthlessness there's a sense of guilt that you you can't do something you're not able to do something um feeling inadequate helpless sometimes there are people who report that they feel like they're stuck in a hopeless situation there is just no way out i don't see the light there's also sleep disturbances people sleeping too much people sleeping too little and watch out for early awakenings it's a classic sign if you wake up at you know 3 a.m and 4 a.m then yeah that can that can be very telling yeah sometimes even 2 a.m right? oh, yeah. there are people who who say that when the rest of the world is beginning to sleep <laughs> right so the other symptoms to look out for irritability and restlessness a loss of interest in things that were once pleasurable including even sex changes in appetite eating too much eating too little uh, aches and pains that don't seem to go away problems with digestion 
having a sad, anxious or an empty feeling, and of course, suicidal thoughts or even attempts at suicide. Yeah. So everyone with depression does not present with every symptom. You could have some of the symptoms we listed, more or less. So how often do we acknowledge that we may be experiencing some of these symptoms? But how often do we also brush it aside saying, oh, you know, I'm just tired. Mm -hmm. I haven't slept well for the last two, three days. This too shall pass. I've yeah. heard that so yeah, often. Absolutely. Or just, just snap out of it. Oh, yeah. You cannot remain, you know, this, this kind of dull and thing. You're going to snap out of it. Cheer up. Cheer up, right? So, uh, when you tell somebody, when you suggest that, you know, do you think you have depression? No way. I don't have depression and I'm not going to see a psychiatrist. I don't want to be on medication. Medications are harmful and I end up becoming dependent on them. I mean, these are some of the things you hear everybody say, including very well-educated individuals. I think including individuals who are well aware that depression exists and anxiety yeah. exists. Yeah. Um, they have this sort of barrier when it comes to medication you know people yeah. know that they're experiencing something they know that depression exists but they are not willing to look at medication yeah. and even i think the very fact of going to see a counselor or a psychiatrist is something that is it's a taboo it's a taboo it's frowned upon right nobody wants to admit it but um, the fact is that depression has an impact on the brain and in turn on the functioning of the body so what actually happens in the brain of a person experiencing depression? One is there's a higher than usual release of cortisol that targets the prefrontal cortex, which is a part of the brain that regulates emotions. This often results in poor emotional regulation, which can manifest as, you know, feeling of feelings of high, lows, sadness, anxiety, unexplained crying spells. All of those or some of those. Yeah, that's what that's what it manifests as and increased cortisol levels interestingly actually shrink the prefrontal cortex. Wow. And then the reverse happens to the amygdala where the increased cortisol levels increases the size of the amygdala. So you have one part of the brain that's shrinking and you have another part of the brain that's getting bigger. But the part of the brain that's getting bigger is the amygdala which controls sleep patterns so net effect there's either increased or decreased sleep or like we mentioned earlier early morning awakenings so what do you do the right medication actually helps rewire the neurons which in turn helps you take action towards getting better sleep getting some exercise getting better eating habits and this in turn results in physical and mental changes so the question is, can those actions be taken without the right medication? Do we need to pop in that pill? You know, maybe, maybe you can. But if you are suffering from depression, the gains will be far less. And sometimes all the steps you take will still leave you exactly where you started because you don't have the medication required. Yeah. Food for thought. We return tomorrow with part two of this episode where we explore depression in children and individuals with ASD. Send us your experiences. Does something we've said resonate with you or do you simply disagree? 
You can always reach us at wechallengeautism at gmail.com or you can DM us at wechallengeautism on Instagram and Facebook. And while you're at it, don't forget to check out our blog, behaviorswag.com. We're going to write more on this topic and put it up on the blog shortly. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. Stay safe and see you next time.